You are listening to a Jesus Film Project podcast, The Unheard Story, where we tell stories that the world needs to hear. Welcome to the Unheard Story podcast. Today, I'm really excited for our guests, Jim and Pam, and they work with the Jesus Film, and we're excited to hear their stories today. But first, we'd love to hear what you guys do with the Jesus Film. Sure. Well, thanks so much for having us. In a nutshell, what uh, my wife and I and the people in our department within the Jesus Film do is we lead short-term mission trips to the most unreached people and places. And what I love most about what we do is that we come alongside the local believers. A majority of the time, they are such a small, small percentage of the population. Uh, and And we come alongside and help them in the work that they're doing. And they are thrilled to have us. Uh, We contextualize each trip to the different locations that we go to. But what we also get to do is to bring lay people from the West to come with us to have that impact as well. So, and this is, we're going to share a couple stories this morning, just that one that I led and one that my wife led. um, And the amazing things that we're seeing God doing in some of the darkest corners of the world. Mm Wow, I'm excited to have you guys on here. I think Did you want me to go ahead and share that story? <laughs> I do. I'm so excited to have you on here, though. I yeah. didn't even know that's what you did. I think you two are the best kept secret. We keep saying Jesus Film is, but I'm excited. <laughs> We're always like, all our friends are like, when is there a trip we can take our family on? And how can we be part of this? So I'm really excited to meet you guys on the podcast. So thank you. And yes, we'd love to hear some stories about Great. Yeah, what you guys go through. Well, I'll tell one story. I'll tell one story. This was, uh, we had sent a team over to uh, West Africa, the country of Guinea. And um, for those that are familiar with it, it's a lot of spiritual warfare that goes on there. Just the the impact that Islam, as it continues to creep down from North Africa, and just the dark spiritual forces there. The staff, that the local crew staff that we were working with were just so excited to have us come. And a lot of times what our teams do is they give, a, they give lift, encouragement. We, we just, uh, you know, even things like hugs and singing with them and praying and worshiping with them. But the thing that our team was also bringing was manpower to get to some of the villages that they just didn't have capacity to get to. There were uh, villages in the north part of the country that they said, we, we want to be able to show the Jesus film there. And so our team was actually large enough. There was about, I think it was 10 of us, and we were able to split it up. And so one day we said, we're going to send five people to one location and five people to another location with some of our local believers. And uh, in this instance, we were able to openly show the Jesus film as long as we got the permission from the local mufti or the local religious leader or kind of the equivalent of the mayor uh, in this sense. And for those that have been to Africa, transportation is always interesting. (laughs) And so our team of 10 was sitting outside the hotel. We had our boxes of equipment and uh, bags of cords and everything ready to go. And up drives one tiny little taxi. And we were like, where where's the rest of the vehicles and they said 
I am so sorry. This is all we have. So we crammed as many people as we could and equipment into this tiny taxi. And off he went into one direction uh, to drop off everybody at that one village while the other team waited and spent time praying and, you know, spiritually breathing and things like that. And um, so eventually they, they dropped that team off. The tiny taxi left. And that, that first team, team one, approached the the mufti of the village and said we would like to show this film about the the prophet isa and after going back and forth with negotiations and uh he just continued to refuse and we thought this is a spiritual battle this is and but eventually it just became clear it was not going to happen in location one with team one well the tiny taxi had left picked up team two and off he went and he dropped them off at location two and thankfully, they were able to get the permission uh, of the local authorities. They were able to start gathering people to show the Jesus film there. So team one calls the tiny taxi and says, can you come back to location one, pick us up, and we have an alternate location. And um, so they waited, and finally the tiny taxi shows up, picks up the team, and is able to f drop them off in this third location. And so they begin to connect with the leader of the village, and he actually agrees. He says, okay, I'm willing to show this. They find this amazing place to set up. It's a soccer field, so there's actually uh, benches and you know, risers and things like that where people can gather. Uh, the presence of foreigners is actually uh, bringing a lot of attention. And so as our team is kind of filtering throughout the village, saying, hey, come, we have this, uh, this amazing film to show you in your language, um, the rest of the team is getting the, the equipment set up. Now, at this point, the tiny taxi had left, and um, we have a crowd of about 400 people. And we're like, this is amazing. Our local staff there are like, you know, thanking the Lord. And we go to start the projector and click, 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 nothing's happening. This must be a spiritual battle, this and that. And so people would begin to pray. And somebody else begins to look and they realize, wait a second, there's a cord missing. One of those key cords that connects the projector to something else, to something. And guess where it was? In the back of the tiny taxi. So oh, we no. called the tiny taxi guy and he, we say, can you get back here? He's like, I'm halfway back to go see the other. So tiny taxi man turns around. Now, meanwhile, we are we base it on the sunshine and things like that so that as the it's getting darker it's getting harder for people people have been waiting around for about an hour or so saying when is this going to start and we're thinking god maybe you'll make it work miraculously what's going to happen but uh, we're we're also balancing what do we do do we say maybe we'll come back the next day how are we going to work this out well, finally, the tiny taxi shows up after, I think it was an hour and a half, uh, and you could tell there was agitation in the crowd because they were promised one thing. They were excited about this. Our team was worried what's going to happen. Well, this is what happened. God did something amazing. Just as the cord arrived in the tiny taxi, uh, something let out on the other side of the village. It was the mosque. And out of the mosque, 200 men depart. And guess where they have to walk past to get home? the soccer field where we're setting up and showing the Jesus film. So these men who are don't speak Arabic, but were in the mosque praying in Arabic, in a language they don't know to a God that they hope can connect, walk past our, the field, hear the gospel, hear the words of Jesus in their language. 
they all turned and they all came and sat and they watched. We ended up having 600 and let's see the final number. We had 650 people watch Mm -hmm. the film. And at the end, when the local uh, staff guy who was helping, wanted to plant a church here, gave the altar call in the local language, 440 of them came out of the stands and came forward to receive Christ. So, yeah, and that's just an example of what we see God doing. Sometimes his delays are uh, for a good reason. So That's such a good reminder. I love that. He's got an ultimate plan. (laughs) Yes. Oh, that's a great story. Pam, I know you also go on these trips and you were going to share a story as well. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, actually hearing Jim tell that story, even just, you know, God's delay is for a reason, even if we don't understand it, made me think of one of the many trips I've led to and um, where I was having a rough day and I thought things were not going the way I wanted and God had other plans. But a lot of the places I travel to are closed, meaning they're high security where it's illegal to share our faith. So we can't do something like Jim's team did where, you know, pop up a big screen and show the Jesus film. We have to be a little bit more creative. So that's one of the blessings of the Jesus film ministry in that it's not just a one-size-fits-all approach. And we have a whole catalog of short films that are not religious, but they're meant to kickstart conversations. So they're short, they're easy to use, and they kind of cover topics that everybody can relate to. So they're pretty pretty engaging, and they're great for especially the Middle East, which is where I found myself on this one trip. And it had been a long day. I had been leading this team, and it was busy. We were out talking to people all day, and a lot of my, my team had great conversations. Unfortunately, I did not. <laughs> it was one of those days where I felt like I was, I kept hitting a brick wall. I don't know if You've, you can relate to that. Yeah. <laughs> but we, I think we all have those, but it was one of those. And I was kind of glad when the day was pretty much over and we headed to the bus stop. We were waiting for our bus and there was one girl just waiting there too. And it, it was pretty late. And all she did was look at us and, and she smiled and she could tell we were foreigners. For one, we weren't covered. She just said, where are you from? And I said, oh, we're from America. And she said, oh, oh, that's, what are you doing here? And I said, well, I work with a film company. We make short films to inspire cross-cultural and religious conversation. And she said, oh, that sounds great. That's amazing. Do you have any? Hmm. And I said, yeah, actually I do. <laughs> so I pulled out my phone because you I, know, love it. I have my phone on me. <laughs> yeah. So um, so we, we stood there waiting for the bus and we watched this three-minute short film. And after the film, um, and the films are paired with intentional questions to kind of draw people out and, and really to get people talking. It's not so much to talk at them, but to get them them sharing and them opening up. And within just a few minutes, um, she was even asking me what my story was. And mm-hmm. even one of the, um, the themes of this film we had watched was about forgiveness. So I was telling her a little about my relationship with my dad and my my father here on earth and um and just about some instances i needed to forgive him for and before too long i was telling her about my story and and really about how i had always needed a father that was bigger than what my father could provide but i didn't even get to share the gospel at this point i'd actually just kind of mentioned god and really what caught her was i mentioned the word bible and she stopped me and she said now the, the Arabic word for this is Injil. And I had I also had um 
one of our local staff with me. So she was translating in between here. So because her English was limited mm. and my Arabic was even more limited. Yeah. <laughs> so we're talking and, and she said, I know this word, this word in Jeel. Mm. And she, she looked around and she said, where did I? She said, I had this word in my head all wow. week. All wow. day, all week, I had this word in Jeel, in Jeel, in Jeel. And she said, so... I, I looked it up and then she pulls out her phone and she shows it to me and she says, is this it? She had downloaded the Bible onto her phone. Wow. <laughs> and I was like, uh, <laughs> yes, that is the Bible I'm talking about. And she said, looked at her phone and looked at me and said, what does it say? Aww. So I looked at my, our staff girl that is, you know, speaks Arabic and she stepped right in and she was able to actually share um, share what the central message of the Bible is by actually transitioning over to the God Tools app, which is also connected through the Jesus Film app. And right there, standing as we waited for the bus, and I'm convinced God held back the bus because the bus never came while we were talking. Wow. Um, yeah, she was able to share her faith with her and even follow up with her. And they met the next week, actually, to, to look more into what the Bible says about knowing God personally. So before we had even flown over there god had already been at work mm. and um and put this word in her in her mind so when we were you know to approach her late at night at a bus stop she was ready to hear awesome yeah that, yeah that's so encouraging i yeah. i feel like that's a threat a common thread over middle east countries where god prepares their heart and dreams or visions and this instance yeah. a word in her mind i've never yeah. heard that before that's amazing yeah and then they they end up seeing the jesus film and recognizing yeah. the yep. actor in it or yeah that's amazing yeah i love that both of your stories you told about the grand <laughs> film show and then the personal one-on-one -on -one with the app that's i love that spectrum of jesus film a lot of people don't know about that I think we need to have you back on and train us all on the app, <laughs> which would be awesome. Because okay. I, I never heard about, you mentioned um, a link to God's Word or something. Can you tell it's, us a little more about that? It's actually, yeah, it's it's a tool called God Tools. And um, it's, it is a, a, an app, a free app you can download um, on, onto your phone. But it's actually linked even through the Jesus Film app. There's um, a link after each film, you can actually click on it. So it makes the transition very natural. If you're, whether you're watching a segment of the Jesus film or one of the non-religious films yeah. and conversation ultimately does get to spiritual things, it's not weird to say, hey, let me share, you know, about God. It's like, hey, I have another app on my phone um, that explains how to know God personally. And it's very user-friendly. It's actually in um, hundreds of languages as well, and you can toggle between English and whatever their language is. So, would highly recommend downloading that. Yeah, we'll put that in the show notes. Even that link. Yeah, to that. that's great. Yeah. Um, Jim, yeah. I'd like to go back to your story really quick. I have a lot sure. of people that ask me. We were actually even with the family, and the youngest was a high schooler, and he sat there and listened to some Jesus film stories. And at the end, he said, "But do they?" disciple them after do they start a church or is this about numbers do you have anything you can add to that story did did that happen was a church planted yeah that's actually a great question and i appreciate you asking that one of the strategies that our department does i think this is probably all throughout jesus film as well is we will not go anywhere where there's not a follow-up strategy in place 
And so each of the film showings that we were able to do on this trip to Guinea had a local, it was either a staff person or a pastor. And that's been the case with uh, all the trips that we've done to places where we can openly show the Jesus film, like in, in Guinea or when I was in Cameroon or in Angola, et cetera. Um, and so that's the kind of follow-up strategy we have. And then same with as when Pam was sharing her story, the follow-up, we always connect the people that we talk to with local believers, whether they're staff or churches or partners and things like that, so that so that people can get follow-up because Jesus didn't say go go and get a whole bunch of people to say, you know, pray this prayer. They said go and make disciples. And that's really I think what our trips do is is we're kind of a, a a leverage to help get more people either connected so they can know about Christ or come to know Christ or get connected to help plant a church in that sense. So we're kind of an accelerant uh, mm-hmm. in the process. If I can actually add to that, yeah. you know, something another thing that actually drew us to work with the Jesus film was that Jesus film ministry responds to the needs of the field. So we don't just decide, hey, where do we want to go? You know, we we have people all over the world that say, you know, we're here, we need we need help. Yeah. And that's we customize what we do to meet their needs. So so it's already meeting a need. And then because we've been asked to fill that need, you know, they already have a plan and yeah. we, we often work with them to help them fulfill that plan. So, but I love that question. I wish people asked it more. Yeah. It's something we often ask, you know, like what, what next? Cause we don't, we want to work smarter. You know, we want to be good stewards with our time and our trips. Mm-hmm. So it's a great question. Well, I love that answer. And when you're talking about your trips, I loved how you explained it. A lot of times I hear, well, those are good to go on, but really the person going is being blessed, which is for sure true. But I loved how um, Jim, you explained we're an encouragement to others. And I've seen that I can attest to that. But also, I loved it sounds like your trips, they really do need the manpower sometimes. And that's encouraging to me as someone who wants to take my family and come. The other two are great too, being blessed and encouraging others, but we would love to help too. Is that normal for your trips? Or yeah, the um, I think you put it really well. The somebody pointed out a, a good spiritual picture of what our trips are like in uh, back in the Old Testament when Moses was holding his arms up uh, when the Israelites were battling, and Aaron and Hur were the two guys standing next to him. When Moses's arms got tired, those two guys came and held up his arms to help win the battle mm, for I the Lord. Mm-hmm. And I really feel like that's what our, our trips, uh, the people that we come alongside, like the staff that Pam was working with or that I was working with, the ones that all of our trips connect with, they're they're tired and they're overwhelmed. And so mm. when we come in, it's, it's really that uh, we're lifting up their arms, uh, just like picture. in that picture. So. Yeah, I've never heard that. You need to do a brochure with that. <laughs> I don't know what that would look like, but. Sounds good. That's a great, yeah. <laughs> a yeah. great um, encouragement to go. I love that. Yeah. And we, we are intentional about, um, about how we lead these trips too and because you know we've been on other trips before we were with jesus film too and it it doesn't always work that way but we try to make it where we're a blessing to the the people there and Mm -hmm. not extra work because we've used to actually live overseas and we would actually receive teams and they were some of them were great some of them were just a lot of work we were we needed a vacation after they left because (laughs) yeah you know they needed they needed help with housing they needed help with food and with with 
you know, where do I do this? Where we do a lot of prep and a lot of research and a lot of communication before we hit the ground so we can focus on serving them and not having them to work, you know, work for us. So I love that. Well, thank you guys for sharing your stories and a bit about what you guys do. It's exciting. And I loved having you on here and hope you come on again. And thank you guys. Thanks for having us. Thanks for having us. If you've enjoyed the Jesus Film podcast, Unheard Story, and would love to get more involved with Jesus Film, we would encourage you to sign up to be an enthusiast. You can do this and find out more information about it at www.jesusfilm.org slash enthusiasts. It's a really easy, simple thing, and you can help spread what the Jesus Film is doing to all your friends and family doing social media. It explains more on the website, but after you sign up, You'll get an image sent to you weekly with text to put with it, and then you post it every week. And that's about it. So learn more about this by checking out www.jesusfilm.org slash enthusiasts. Thank you for listening to the Jesus Film Project podcast, The Unheard Story, where we tell stories that the world needs to hear.